folks, welcome to Shenanigans with Biscuits and Gravy. I am Biscuits and the other gentlemen, 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 joining me today. I'm doing great. Yo, you're doing fantastic. Is Gravy. I am Gravy. Wow. Okay. No, you're doing well. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Don't, don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs> doing a fantastic job. <laughs> yeah, we we have a couple topics for you, folks. Well, you do, thank goodness. Well, I, I, hey, I had a topic last time. I no, I didn't. I had facts. No, you didn't. Yeah, you, yeah. I was about to say. Well, you had okay. Facts that might not be facts. <laughs> this one is facts, but it, uh, they're all about uh, Ernest Hemingway. <sighs> Now each what? each of these there is okay. a source to it to each okay. single one. Now I'm not going to go over each source because that's printing out a lot of fucking paper in either that or writing down a lot more than I have time for. So So what do you like so much about Hemingway? Uh, he not so much. He was an excellent writer. Like he was he drew he would draw you in. And it was yeah. just, it was, it was fun. You know, it, 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 you really got into the stories. Just, it was the way he did it. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have many authors these days that write like him. No, you don't. Hmm. That's why he's Ernest Hemingway. Oh, yeah. Now, what about you? What do you got? Uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love you to death. I got nothing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here's what I got. Okay. I I had told you yesterday. I will get you something. I will have something for you. Yeah, yeah. I will be your Claire Danes for your uh, Leonardo DiCaprio of our Shakespeare. I, I used to and love, I fucked I, I, and I fucked it up. Oh, I I I, I, mean, I didn't do it. Yeah, I, Claire Danes, Here, man, I had a, such a crush on her. Oh, God, and oh. in, in that in that Romeo and Juliet remake that was completely wretched. Oh yeah, it was horrible. Oh, she was the one shining light mm-hmm. in that whole movie. Wasn't there a TV show back in the early '90s or something called Twenty One? Where she was in? No, it was uh, my uh, my. Uh, oh shit! What was it called? It was it was like my something. Uh, or dead on. dead before twenty one. I think. No, was it ain't dead before twenty one. Okay. Hang on, I'll, I'm gonna find it. I, but I anyway, have to Google it. Yeah. So I I had promised you that, and I did not deliver. Okay. So what I did do. Was watch the movie Mandy. Mm-hmm. By the way, tremendous. The the and we talked about Mandy, or I talked about it before about the you uh, have yeah about a uh, uh starring uh, um, Nicholas Cage. Yes, who yeah. we both don't really consider him a great actor. No, but he's a tremendous actor. Yeah. He's got range, man, that just blows you away. 
And this movie especially, I'm sorry. This movie, holy shit. In Manny, you see, like, in the very beginning. Oh, sorry, back to their names, My So-Called Life. My So-Called Life, that's that's the one she started in. Oh, well done. Thank you, sir. Yes, yes. Thank you. But uh, in the movie, uh, Mandy with, uh, let's call him Sir (laughs) Nicholas Cage, (laughs) because he is American royalty. I mean, honestly, he's he's part of the Coppola family. But um, it is such a Nicholas Cage movie. Mm. It can't, no other actor could have done that. There's, he plays this mundane, in the very beginning, a very mundane, kind of normal guy. Him and his wife, he's, he's laying in her lap. They're having normal conversations. And then all of a sudden, he's taking high-potent LSD, liquid <laughs> form, and battling a guy who thinks he's a reincarnation of a demon from hell. <laughs> And in between that, <laughs> there's all this other crazy neo-noir stuff that happens. It's it's a tremendous movie. Yeah, it, it's... it's... I, honestly, more people need to see that. Yeah, and you had your hesitations when... Uh, you, I did, you, I have. Yeah, and, and now you're glad that you know I recommended it. I am so happy you told me about this movie. Oh, yeah. It is. If if people who likes like movies like by the Cohen brothers, hmm. you know, uh the Big Lebowski stuff like that, but who also enjoy a hint of action and stuff, you will totally love this movie. Mm-hmm. He it it is, and he is tremendous in it. Because when it comes down to it, after a certain point, you don't know what's reality and what's fiction. Yeah. You actually don't know if what's happening is actually happening or if it's just all this psychosis induced by the acid this guy took. It's an awesome movie. Mm. <laughs> oh, the 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 way they did it with the 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 cinematography, the oh. uh like they really brought around the um like the 80s or 70s like uh Kind of cult was, classic. It was very like um, I liken it to like a Vanishing Point, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like it has that kind of quality to it. Yeah, in my opinion. And and this is oh my god, dude! Please understand, this is a movie I would not have watched <laughs> in a million years if you didn't say. You need to watch this. Yeah, I I would never. And and the cheddar puking macaroni monster that is completely unnecessary. Yeah, but actually holds sway in the film. <laughs> <laughs> Blows my mind. Mm. Yes, yes, definitely. It's it's it's. Uh... I... It, it's, it's. I am so tremendously pleased with that advice you gave to me. 
Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. I gotta watch it again because it's it's just so. Oh God, I'm gonna watch it's it again so tomorrow. So weird. It, it it's so I weird. I want to show it to movie. my dad. Yeah, it, it's a weird movie because it just oh, throws yeah. so much at you. And like you said, you don't know if it which parts are are real or which parts aren't. Yeah. And it's just. It's one of the only parts I know is real is when Nicolas Cage in his state, uh, I'll say, mm -hmm. uh, kills the cult leader. Mm -hmm. Not to give anything away, because believe me, even me saying this, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he kills that cult leader, and I was like, oh my god. And it was so, the colors, the graphics, the way they did everything, it was just so tremendous. It wasn't a normal death scene. Yeah, it's, uh, the it was just a good flick. Yeah, I I, I went so to that uh, is Mandy Nicholas Cage. You guys yes. gotta check it out. Came out two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Um. The the the, the, the no, I'm not gonna even say it's not even a sword. I don't even know what kind of weapon that is. So what do you no, think? he he has that. He has it's the like axe. That, it. That gigantic goddamn axe, that it's, silver axe. It's he like has. it's kind of like an axe, but it's not exactly. It's like a big long spear with blades on it, like and it's yeah. kind of designed weird. And, <laughs> but he comes out of whatever it is, purgatory or hell or whatever it is, with it. Like he makes it there. He's like, all right, we're gonna do some good. <laughs> it, it's and so fights, awesome. Fights a dude with a chainsaw. Which is ridiculous, because the guy... It, what's, what's funny is, he has a chainsaw, and then, then the guy has a bigger chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's when I was like, really? Like, that's where we're going with this? Like, I just got a bigger chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh... But it's awesome! It, it's an awesome fight! And you, you finally... It's any Steven Seagal fight that happened between 1989 and 1997. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, the, so you, and you've finally seen the Cheddar Goblin scene. Yes, yes. That yeah. nasty, disgusting... Gob I'm sorry. The it doesn't... It's it's just gross, man. Oh, yeah. There's no reason for it but to be gross. Oh yeah, it, it, I, I liked it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I laughed at it. I was like, ha. But there's no reason for it to be in there except disgust. And it's the thing. It, it it was such a small part, and it was on the TV he was watching. So like somewhere towards like the beginning, he's sitting in his chair with the, like. With a T-shirt and his whitey tighties, and on the TV, this commercial with the Cheddar Goblins playing, and this Cheddar, this is this two kids, this one white girl and this one black boy, and this Cheddar Goblin, it, it's basically the, the the food they're advertising is is like uh, kind of like craft uh, mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Yeah. And this Goblin vomits up all this cheese. All over these two kids, and they're so excited oh, yeah. about it. So gross. And it doesn't stop; it just keeps vomiting over. Yeah, yeah, so it, much. It, they're covered it's in it. It's so unnecessary. It, exactly, but it's that it's one of like little one little thing, and it, it's the thing. The whole movie does a bunch of little shit like that. 
It really does, but I'll tell you what it does the best. Once he dips his finger into that, whatever it is, that high-potent acid, mm-hmm. and, and it takes it to that level, I think it does it better than any other movie ever did. Because you really don't know after that point what's reality, what isn't. Everything could be completely in his mind or not. You know, it it does that so well. Yeah, and you, this is one of those movies you have to watch, you know, more than once in order to oh, relate. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I can't wait to watch it again. Mm. It, it was fantastic. and I, And I thank you for that, man. Oh, yeah. I thank you for that. I've got good taste. You do? In some things. Yeah. I don't even know yeah. how I stumbled upon it. I think I was looking. I, I have no idea. I, I don't remember. I, but I'm so glad you did. <laughs> I I think it was something somebody mentioned about the Cheddar Goblin. I was like, what the fuck is this Cheddar Goblin? And I, I think it was I saw on YouTube. I saw that little snippet of the Cheddar Goblin. I'm like, okay. What movie is this? I have to see it. And that's... I think that was how. I am not positive, Uh but I believe so. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right. Yeah. So, oh, uh, wife got a new car. Yeah. Told you that. Yes, yes. Yeah, giant fucking tank of a thing. You know when okay when when I hear a tank of a of a car, I'm thinking back to this old old seventies and eighties Buicks. Okay, well, uh, it's near there it ain't. Hang on, I got you. Okay, must send the picture to you. Here we go. Bam. It's on the way. It's a GMC Terrain. It's higher than her last car. It's longer than her last car. It's wider than her last car. It's <laughs> just generally bigger. Okay, hang on here. Yeah. That, that was it. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah. 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 It's like, uh, it looks like it's supposed to be a truck, and then it turns into a car. Yeah. That turns into a minivan. Yeah. Wow. That's that's odd. Yeah. It's it's cool and she likes it and you know, I mean that's what she wanted. Cool. You know, you can have it. Yeah, the it, the front I'm definitely a, says I'm a truck. And then the back is and the, the back's like a minivan. I'm a soccer I'm a, yeah. I'm a soccer van. That's yeah. it's with that. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, that, that, that's what the wife picked out. So that's what she wanted. Okay. Yeah. I I'm a little car guy, you know. That's that that's what I've come to realize about myself. I like Mini Coopers. I like, you know, the fuck rabbits. Mm-hmm. Like I like those little cars. What is wrong with me? Um, it, 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 uh, this podcast would be entirely too long. (laughs) (laughs) 
really for me liking little cars. No, just you in general. Oh, oh, okay. I, I was I was focus I was focusing on a specific area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so why do I like little cars, dude? Um, why? Simple. Why? Because it's just it's simple. It's just you don't you don't you're you're saying because it's easier. Uh, not not just it's, I'd say more convenience. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you're right there. You're right. You're right. I mean, I get better gas mileage. I, I it's easier to wash. It's easier to take care of. So, why why do Americans like big shit? Uh, why do all our cars have to be twelve hundred horsepower with twenty four inch wheels? It's a mentality thing. It, it, well, no, it's not a mentality thing. It's a I would part. I'm gonna say maybe part ego. Part, you know, just I it, it, it excitement maybe or satisfaction. Uh, I get that. I get the excitement yeah, factor. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. I don't understand the ego part hmm. because I have no ego in my car. I don't care. I, don't, I care that it gets me from A to B yeah. every time, and it gets good gas mileage from A to B. Every time, well, some people want to have that about. big. Their, you know, with their ego, they have to have the big. You know, they they gotta have something that just says power, man. You know, and it's just kind of it, it. But what does that do for you? See, see I don't understand yeah, that. It, it's. Uh, do you under, Do you actually understand that? Do you understand that mentality? I understand I it, but I don't. I honestly I, don't. I understand it, but I don't care for it. Should I say that? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. But I I just don't understand that mentality at all that this equals me being better. Actually, no, it doesn't. Because I can smash your face into the fucking windshield and it doesn't make your car any better or you. True. So, it doesn't make you better. It just means you can ex- afford more expensive shit. Well... There, there's that, and uh, 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 the, the the crowd, the, the 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 there's a certain thing about those off roaders. There's like a little community. Sometimes people uh-huh. want to be part of that, you know. Ah, uh, oh, the, the 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 cool kids. Yeah, yeah. Well, the cool kids on that side. Guess every group has their cool kids. Well, I mean that's that's a carryover from high school, isn't it? I mean that's childish. Uh, it, well, if, if you, you want to about... be part of the in crowd, in whatever crowd you're in, it's just like the horrors. you're automatically an ass. Yeah. What what is this? Thing? Because shouldn't you do at, at our age? Fuck our age. At, at less than our age, at thirty years old. I'm sorry, in my opinion, I did know this. I knew what I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed not talking to other people, to sitting in my garage, working on motorcycles, or just fucking around. Mm-hmm. For me, I like the some of the old school uh, like muscle cars. 
like from the yeah, oh, wow. the sixties, the seventies, even up yeah. and some of them even like the uh, early eighties. Um, Dude, I'd like to get a '66 two-door Nova to read it, and, and it's not necessarily the power because some people like that. Power. No, it's no. I I want to keep a slant six in it. Yeah, I like the nostalgia, the 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 yeah. classicness to it. It's it's, it's 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 just the look, the sound. Yeah, they do. I I think oh, they absolutely. look better than pretty much anything out nowadays. Oh yeah, absolutely. Me and my wife were just talking about that because she, you know, she just got the new car and everything, and she was like, "I don't like the way any new car looks." Mm-hmm. I said, "Even Cadillacs now look like shit." They don't even look like and Cadillacs. Cadillacs used to be the mark of class and elegance for Americans, mm-hmm. and now you look at it and it looks like a Hyundai Sonata. <laughs> What the hell did you do, Cadillac? <laughs> <laughs> like, you used to be it. Yeah. And now, you, my friend, are a Hyundai. <laughs> and not knocking Hondas, because I own one, and I love my Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, you're, 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 damn. You're, you're, the seats get really hot in your fucking car. Hey. But how nice is that? In a cold winter day. Right. Yeah, but... You were in it in January. Yeah. How nice. Hey, hey, hey. When 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 you've got the regular heat on blast and, you know, got I got a jacket on, and then this, the, the it feels like I'm sitting on a... It. I feel like no, my, no. My, my chair came from hell, straight from hell. And I could, I could have turned it down, but I didn't. And fuck you, you liked it, you enjoyed <laughs> and it. And I'd be sweating half your death. We'd... We wouldn't be gone, but maybe like two blocks. I'm already sweating. Oh, dude, kiss my ass. That was beautiful. And you know I'm a I'm a I'm a hot nature person. I need the heat. I need it. Winter time doesn't do well with me. No, no, no. No. I don't like being cold. I like being hot. I'm actually I'm the different I actually like the cold. Yeah, I know you do, because you're pasty and you're strange, exactly. and, and and nature has tried to kill your people for years, <laughs> but you survive, and I don't understand how. I, it's yeah, we're kind of crazy. That's that's uh, yeah. I mean, you guys are survivalists, and I, I still can't figure it out because you can't get in the sun. Yeah, it, it's fireball <laughs> in the sky. Yeah, yeah. My people prayed to the moon, not the sun. <laughs> we were. Uh, yeah. We, didn't, we didn't need flashlights or lanterns back in the day because we you would just, just walk naked. Other. We would walk naked, and that was bright enough as it is. Yeah, it's uh with an axe, you know, axe and a spear. Oh I can see. And it. we didn't wave. We didn't use our hands to wave. I see a naked biscuit strolling through the forest, just lighting shit up. And we didn't we didn't need to wave. All right, you know my ancestors didn't need to wave at all. You know they want to get someone's attention. They just do the helicopter and they dick swing around like, oh hey. You didn't have to wave because we could see you from a half mile off in a dark forest. <laughs> we knew you were coming from a ways away, bro. Yeah, that was. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> Did I tell you? Uh, did I tell you we were, we were doing some training on one of the OPs? Or OP is observation point. 
okay. and we were doing some training with some artillery and also uh, the Apache, the attack helicopter. And I was doing my talk on, and you know, at the time it was like you know people around they were just like they're we were just like you know whatever we're fucking tired, let's just do this get it done with. So I pulled my pants down, and when you know I marked my location because it was nighttime, and I used my my blinding bare pasty pale ass to <laughs> mark my position. Dude saw it too. He actually picked up on it, and he actually thought it was kind of funny. But uh, I didn't get in trouble. Okay. I got sort of lectured by my superiors, but I didn't get in trouble. They were like, "You got you're, sort of lectured." Well, it, it was the "You're fucking stupid, dumbass." What the fuck is wrong? Are you crazy or something? And then it was like, "That's funny. I like that." You know. So it's wow. it's it's one of those you're a fucking idiot, but. I like it. Never seen it. Good job. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's why. Uh, I, that's how I say sorta got lectured. There was no punishment. Um. Yeah, I get punished all the time. I can't even. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, good beer. Is it? I'm uh, drinking uh, from a uh, uh, Stone Fear More or Fear Movie Lions FML Double IPA. It's uh, whatever this Stone brand is, but it's a Double IPA. Um, 8.5% alcohol in the IBUs. I'm trying to find the IBUs, and the fucking color of this can and the writing makes it almost impossible to see. Uh, you know what? Who cares? All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Who gives a shit? Moving on. Sh shall I go over my uh, uh, Ernest Hemingway? Oh my God, please, because otherwise we're just kind of a list of me talking about my ball sack and none of us want that. No, we haven't heard about your ball sack. Only your, un okay, only, you. only okay. your uncircumcised dick. That's it. Or should I say Look, penis? Okay. What, what do you prefer? Oh. Dick, cock, or penis? Hang on. Let me, uh, let me prepare myself here. What do you, here we go. What do you prepare yourself? I, I, you I your prefer pants penis down to because it? it... No, no stop. Okay. I prefer penis because it's the medical term. Okay. I prefer uncircumcised also because it's the medical term. And here's the thing. Mm -hmm. For anybody who gets weirded out over an uncircumcised penis... A vagina literally looks like a bucket of foreskins, okay? We trim the tip, really, for weird religious reasons. Because if we don't, something strange is going to happen to this guy later in life. Look, my mom said it to my girlfriend in seventh grade the best. Gary had so little, I didn't see cutting any more off. Thank you, mom. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Two and a half, now is 2.5, baby. <laughs> I love you, Mom. You looked out for me. Wait, 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 Mad wait, wait, wait a second. Two and a half and two point. That's the same thing. It just said they're No, two and a half. Two came, two came to 2.5. Oh, I thought you said, I had, I thought you said two and no. a half. 
No, no, oh, oh, I'm sorry. If I did, I apologize. Okay, I was like, that's just the same fucking thing. <laughs> no, no. I, I have two when it's very chilly. Oh. But when I pull out the skin, boom. Another half inch. You're welcome. So actually, in the wintertime, I'm bigger than your man. You're welcome. So, so, so. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on so, a second. so, so. You don't what? pull out skin because it's already out. No, you can stretch. That skin stretch. You don't need you to. It's already that? over. I don't know if you need that. It's already over. No. It's like it's, no, it's not a big enough blanket. More forward, it's a big enough blanket. More for- Dude, if you have a 12 inch baguette and you break it down inside and then you pull more out and it stretches it, don't you have a longer baguette? True. Thank you very much. Moving on. Here we go. Stop. You're going to lose. Hey, you know what? I'm going to have some surgery. I'm going to have some uncircumcised song. Dude, I've been, I've been playing with this shit for fucking 41 years. <laughs> I'm going to win. <laughs> so it's got, the way it's designed, if you do the, if you do the helicopter, you hear like a slight whistle. Well, it depends on how fast I get it going. <laughs> 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 Usually it's just a nice hum, like. <laughs> Why the hell are we talking? <laughs> when I when I do mine, it sounds like an old eighty year old man. No, I don't want. I don't want to. Know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> let's let's go <laughs> to. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking about your dick. <laughs> oh my god. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's sad that I'm thinking about ants. It's the noises. Oh shit! I'm a. Oh shit! I'm fine. I'm fine. I swear to God, I'm fine. Oh. <laughs> we are childish. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ernest Ernest Hemingway. Let's uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. shit! <clears throat> this guy. Speak. Oh, you know what? We're gonna get back. We're gonna get. Take a break. Take a break, please. All right, all right, folks. We'll be right back. Minute break. Oh my week! Oh, okay. My my week my weekends are so serious <sighs> that I so need this relief with you. <laughs> I need this, bro. Laughter is best medicine. Yeah, or, man. Or, or however it, they say it. it. No, it really is. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. really, really is. I like. I try to make my patients laugh every day. Hmm. 
That's, that's I, I honestly do, and it, it helps. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> some, some just don't get the joke. I, 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 I'm curious, huh? Um, food, okay, you're curious food, about food, what? Uh, how, how do you like your mashed potatoes? I like mine Circumc- uncircumcised. I like mine. I like mine uncircumcised too. I, I, I gotta admit, I, I like a little skin. If anybody, <laughs> to be honest, mashed potatoes <laughs> without the skin is is circumcised. Mashed potatoes with the skin uh, that is uncircumcised. So, yes, and it yes. actually brings more flavor to it. I, my personal, opinion. I think so as well. Yeah. I, I think skin actually brings more. <laughs> yeah, talking about the penis more. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like last episode, I had a dozen jick, dick facts. Oh, yeah. Jick, jick, jick facts? Jick. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's uh, talk about Ernest Hemingway. Dude, I can't believe I'm drinking Diet Coke and I feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Oh, oh God. Oh, now, oh my gosh, you're good. Now, like I mentioned before, each one of these little things about Ernest Hemingway, those facts. There are sources for each one, and I'm not going to go are. over the sources, because I'll, I'll, if I can remember, I'll try and post it to our Facebook page, but uh, okay. don't quote me on that. All I could right. forget. I have a habit of forgetting stuff. He does. I've seen it. Yes, it's pretty bad. Um, I've seen him forget my name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is uh, this is uh, I this is uh, dude. I just can't today. I fucking can't. <laughs> well, Thank here we go. So much. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway, he grew <sighs> paranoid. All right, this is this is a fact. Ernest okay. Hemingway grew paranoid and talked about the FBI spying on him later in life. He it's was good. treated with lecture shock, and was later revealed that he was in fact watched. And Edgar Hoover personally placed him under surveillance now i did not know he was placed under electric shock i knew he served time in an asylum mm-hmm. but i did not know that that's cool uh let's see if i can good. uh good one i'm gonna bring up the on hemingway i'm gonna open this up hopefully the internet is fine Oh man, um, and the sea suddenly starts taking a turn. The, the source from this actually comes from a July 2011 article from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. It's uh, lengthy, so I won't be talking about it. But uh, <clears throat> just, just to let you know, 2011 article uh, by New York Times. The title is Hemingway Hounded by Feds. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, let's go what? to the next one. Okay. The FBI was right to watch Ernest Hemingway. He was a failed KGB asset named Argo, according oh. to the, according to a book, "The Rise and Fall of the KGB in America," that was released in 2010. Do you honestly believe that? Yes. Really? Yeah. You believe he was an agent for the KGB? The, you can find the article. It is titled... No, no, no. I'm not asking about the article. I'm asking your opinion. Yes. You believe that could be true? Yeah. Okay. The uh, um, Just the, for the folks that want to know, the title for this is by The Guardian. 
The title is Hemingway Revealed as Failed KGB Spy. Uh, this article was done in uh, July of 2009. Okay. All right. Now, next one. Uh, Irish novelist James Joyce and Ernest Hemingway were drinking buddies in Paris. Now, James would sometimes pick fights in Paris, then hide and call Ernest Hemingway to beat the shit out of the guy. That I can see. Yes. This uh, came from a, uh, um article by openculture.com. Uh, this was in June of 2011. Yeah, that I can see. I can see that. <clears throat> this one is, I, I really dig this one. Uh, Ernest Hemingway, he used to uh, machine gun sharks to stop them from eating his catch. And, uh, yeah, I can see that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, so, so in 1938... Okay, I can see you doing that too. <laughs> he established a world record by catching seven marlins in one day. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. it's uh, I, I just like the fact that he's well, a... he did live in the Keys. So yeah, yeah. That's a big... That's a, that's a big marlin. I mean, <laughs> machine gunning sharks. That's <laughs> I can see you doing that, though, dude. Yes. I, I can totally see that. Totally, I yes. I love that. <laughs> like, let, let me be very clear how much I enjoy that image of you, <laughs> of you going all Rob. Oh, what's his name? A Roy Schneider. <laughs> from Jaws and just machine gunning the shit out of sharks. You know what? I'm going to write this down because this is going on my bucket list. Machine gun sharks. Machine gunning sharks. <laughs> I have to take you to do this. We have to go together. we got to go somewhere outside of the country. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll have to be in like China <laughs> or something like that. Just like machine gun sharks. <laughs> okay, um... It's Here's... awful. They're like we should not do that, but I love the imagery. It now, <laughs> it it, here's the thing head. with Ernest Hemingway. There's like a lot of rumor and, well, and like you know stuff that he apparently did that he didn't. But he's still for the he's stuff such he did a do. Mythological character. Yes. I mean, you say Ernest Hemingway, you think of images of like Zeus and. You know, shit like that. He does have a good-looking beard. Yeah. You and at his age, didn't he look like Zeus? Yeah. That big, long gray beard, mm. surrounded by cats, like all weird down there in, in the Keys and Miami and shit. I mean, he is mythologic. He you he, you say Ernest Hemingway, and you're bringing up. Not as much the man, but the legend that was him. Because this is a guy like that he... hit your mind. The, the, this is a guy that, you know, he would do one thing, and then he'd be like, okay, to like an extremist that he could do, and then he would do something else. And it was it was like he just... It wasn't enough for him. He would do something else, and then something else. It, so it always all seemed these like life was never enough for him. Yeah. Like, just existing, you... For him, existing, just breathing, was so mundane, it was to be arbitrary. Would it be too much of an ego trip to say that it reminds me of me? Yes. Okay, all right. That's a massive ego trip. Thanks, thanks, ass. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... 
do remind me of that. You do. You actually do, and I, I can say that with all sincerity and all love. That you you actually do remind me of that man because when we met, like you were the guy that I I looked at like, man, he's off his rocker. Mm-hmm. And I always hoped you looked at me like I was the guy who had problems. <laughs> but I, I just remember this this dude who pushed his speakers up against the, the the windows and sat out on a balcony on the second floor and was like, "Fuck it." He's like, is this a good song? And then he reached back and changed the station. Yeah. I was like, no, those are fine songs and get back inside. (laughs) We don't want to see you. And then, and then you do the, the green to blue or the blue to green and everything. You're you're tremendous, dude. People do the green to blue because typically those that have switched services for far as like army, the Navy, it's typically they go from the green to the blue side. And I, I did it ass backwards because that's just how I am. Well, they also offered us more money. I uh, didn't, asshole. I didn't get shit with the money. But I got a high five and I, a free lunch. I, I, I do want to say you always, you were always that person to me. You, you were always that extra person, like. Okay, you know, well, my my, my head's my head is anybody inflating right now. No, so. you stop, stop, stop. I'm gonna okay. keep talking. Oh, but if anybody were to have known you in that time, like, this guy's going to do great things. I don't think anybody who didn't know you at that time didn't think that. I honestly believe that. I had adventures. Like, all we all time. looked at you like, th- this is the better of us. <laughs> and that's sad. <laughs> you were you were at that time the best of us man you were the smartest you were the most driven you you had a you had your eyes on a goal i and i think that that's amazing and that's why i'm always so happy to say i'm friends with you because i saw this dude who could do so much more than he ever thought and he knew that too. It's awesome. Thank you. No, nah, man, ain't no thanks involved. <laughs> but but my head my head's inflating a little bit, so let me move on to the next one. We got a few. Move on to the next one. I know Ernest Hemingway, uh, this guy used to hunt German U boats and a fishing boat with uh, a direction finder or direction finding equipment and a machine gun and hand grenades. Just a fishing boat, you know, with, with just, you know... Uh, I'm a, guessing this is like a Florida thing. <laughs> uh, like, well, a, a no radar... No wonder Florida's so fucked up. <laughs> you know, you, you can get... I mean, you could get back then a radar, you know, a direction-finding equipment. It really wasn't too expensive. You know, unlike today, it's a little different. I mean, you could probably buy an old one, but, uh, you know, he... Dude, that's what he had. Triangulation he had, equipment is so easy to get now, it's ridiculous. Okay. I can go down to Bass Pro and get it. Okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong, but you know, this is yeah, what, you are. This is what he had. He he had a you know direction finder, a machine gun, and hand grenades, and he used this to hunt German U-boats in a fucking fishing boat. It. Okay. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I, was, I I love that. I can, I can see him pulling in a marlin, 
and pulling a pin on a grenade and throwing it over the edge at the same time. <laughs> okay, and would you, would you like Can't to Can't you see it? Uh, would you like to know where the source is from this? This one actually surprised me. Yes. Wikipedia. Well, In everybody res- uses that. Well, I, I I didn't expect this, but it, uh, the name, I hate using it. I do. Hate I, using I do it, too, because um, it's always so generalized, and there's so much more it is what they put out. But uh, uh, the name of the boat was Pillar, or Pilar, P I L A R. Yeah, a thirty-eight Pilar, foot yeah. fishing boat, and he acquired this in the in the thirties, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> Okay, um, I just find it so fucking fascinating. It's just, it's... I, I love, I love Hemingway. Yeah, he is. He, I, I mean, a self-proclaimed war hero, which you can put in in quotes if you like. Well, he you know, actually, you... there is evidence of his achievements in there World is. War Two and World the, War One. There, the, there are, yeah, yes. I yes, shall. Sir. I'm going to go over them actually. But oh, first, are you? Go ahead. Yes, but first let's let's go back to the penis, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, back to the penis. Ernest Hemingway. Now he took a urinal from his favorite bar, and he moved it into his Key West home. He had based his argument was that he had pissed away so much of his money into that urinal that he owned it. That's extra. Yeah. That's, that's a bit extra right there. Dude, if, if I had to pick a pisser or a shitter or a urinal or whatever, uh, there I forgot it was a bar that's no longer around anymore. It changed several names since back in the day. But it was basically a they took a keg, cut it out, and made it a urinal. And if I uh-huh. had to have my own personal urinal, that would have been it. But it um, doesn't exist anymore. Um, I'm going to say the urinal in O'Grady's in mm. Spain because I opened and closed that bar for like uh, 80 days straight. I'd say the bar that I, I used to open and close was R&B's in San Alexis. Actually, that and Dancers in San Alexis, which uh, it's, uh, it's, um, it's a strip club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah, I got let's, that. Let's go. Guess the name is Dancers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's go on to the next one. Um, <laughs> this dude. This dude. Okay. And I. I was like, this, this dude. Is this dude. <laughs> okay. It's the the source for this is from Biography.com. Okay. So this got this got to be some credit because I thought this was full of shit at first. All right. This dude survived through anthrax, malaria, yeah. pneumonia, yeah. dysentery, which, by the way, oh. dysentery is horrible. It sucks. I've had that. I've had it. I thought I was going to die. Um, I was yeah. in a country. Massive dehydration. Oh, my God. Uh, anyways, yeah. Um, anthrax, malaria, pneumonia, dysentery, skin cancer, hepatitis, uh, anemia, Diabetes, high blood pressure, two plane crashes, a ruptured kidney, a ruptured spleen, a ruptured liver, a crushed vertebrae, a fractured skull, mortar shrapnel wounds, three car crashes, and a bushfire burns. Yeah. I, I, I'm slacking on these. I need to pick it up a little bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> the hell you do. You're fine the way you are, bro. <laughs> okay, here's uh here's the next one. Um, after falling out with Ernest uh, Hemingway, uh, Gertrude Stein, who had written the phrase "a rose is a rose is a rose," supposedly received a telegram from him that read, "A bitch is a bitch is a bitch." Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Yeah, yeah. This uh... I'm getting more and more respect for him as we go. <laughs> okay. Um. Now he was a, a war correspondent during World War Two. Um, yes, he was. And he took off his non-combatant insignia and posed as a colonel in order to lead a group of French militia in a battle against the Nazis. Oh, shit. I'm going to go a little into more of that in a little bit later. Um, uh, the ne next one I got here is uh, um, the mother, Ernest Hemingway's mother, dressed uh, I, uh, Ernest and his older sister in matching pinky flower dresses to fulfill her obsessive desire to instead be a mother to two pair of girl or twin girls. Can you imagine that? Your mother, as, as a young child, which puts you, dress you in a dress... Yeah, I'm Catholic. I, okay, well, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, d during the... <laughs> that was the best. Oh, my God. I've never been so happy to be Catholic in my life. <laughs> That joke. That joke alone is worth this. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Uh, well, well, while uh, Hemingway vacationed in Africa, um, he was almost fatally injured in two separate plane crashes over a two-day period. Uh, the next okay. day, he read in a newspaper his own obituary. <laughs> and and then, a few days later, he was seriously injured in a brush fire. Wow. So this is like, in like a full week's time spent in Africa, you know. Two plane crashes and a bush fire. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you have to ask, back in those times, too. I mean, bush planes were dog shit. I yeah. mean, you're, you're, you're working with what the Wright brothers had. Mm -hmm. And with the brush fire, that it was probably their own fire that got out of control that they started. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to take that all on kind of a value. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, in, in Africa, I do know even for hundreds of years that they used to, even the, uh, the natives, you know, why am I... I mean, when I'm using natives, the Africans would use, you know, yeah. they would use fire to, to clear, you know, controlled fires. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. Because I mean? uh, uh, it's uh, hot uh, as shit. You got, you uh, know, you've got uh, dry grass. Fire, uh, fire, fire ecology. Fire ecology. Or fire mitigation. Uh, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they actually like burn circles and stuff to keep their, their areas from burning in. If, yeah. if a fire does break out. So. I mean, like, it, it's completely plausible it was a control burn that his dumb drunk ass got fucking burnt in. Now, the plane crashes, I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the plane crashes on him. <laughs> like, that's out of his control. Well, but. we don't know, we don't know the, the origin of how they crashed, so. 
That's true. It, it, yes. may, it may be written somewhere, just haven't found it. So it, it, true, for all true. we know, he could have just been drunk and grabbed a stick and God knows what. Yeah. 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 Okay, here we go. Um, there was on one instance when the plane uh, burst into flames on the runway, and with his door jammed, he used his head as a battering ram and butted the door twice to get out. Yeah, see? That's a... Uh, <laughs> We're, we're already going into a uh, oak territory. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow. That's, uh... <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Used his head as a battering ram. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Exactly. All right. Here we go. Hemingway, he underwent shock therapy. To treat his manic depression, or at, which come to find out later, it was bipolar disorder. Um, the treatment obliterated his memory, which made it impossible for him to write. Uh, this was the catalyst that had sparked his desire to commit suicide. Ah, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. This was an article, uh, New York Times... Actually, it was the same one as the one by the feds. Uh, New York Times in July of 2011. It's on there. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's that's disturbing. Oh, did you know there's a Hemingway lookalike society? I don't doubt that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't have the man's. Uh, I don't doubt anything anymore. By the way, <laughs> I, I don't have his wonderful good looks. He's. Uh, I'm a little too pale to, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you guys can share the skin cancer diagnosis. (laughs) 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 Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. You better. That was a good joke. Oh, is is oh, uh, Ernest? Ernest? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh man, I'm oh. trying to be good. I'm trying. This is good. This is good. I'm fucking it all up. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. I got. Okay. I got. I'm gonna control. Okay. All right. Ernest Hemingway's mother disliked his first book, uh, titled The Sun Also Rises, apparently uh, claiming that he was prostituting a great talent and pandering to uh, sensationalism. Wow. Dude, that's heavy criticism from (laughs) your mom on a book that is revered. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And this uh, also comes from uh, a source in the New York Times. This one I mean, was that, back in uh, 1981. The sun also rises. I read that, I think, my junior year in high school. It was mandatory reading, and I was like, wow. I think uh, there was that, and I think from the bell tolls was another one that I remember yeah, having. Yeah, from the bell tolls, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's just, he's... What I love about Hemingway is his descriptions. He was always such a descriptive writer. He gave so much in a paragraph. I mean, it was dripping, dripping with detail. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what I always loved about him. It was all about. It, it was almost like you were experiencing everything, not from like just vision, but from every sense. Yeah. You know, and especially taste. He he describes taste so much. I just uh, I don't know. I love that. Here's uh, the the you you might you'll probably like this one. The uh. Excuse me. I like everything. Go ahead. The source comes from Wikipedia. All right. It's one of the sources. Because in the actual source uh, catalog in Wikipedia, there's a lot more there. But uh, American actor Orson Welles and Mm -hmm. Ernest Hemingway became great friends after getting into a fist fight with each other in a theater. I do love that. You were right. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I, I can see that too. And I, I've actually made good friends by getting into a fight with them at first. And they usually end up being your best friends. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you think about it. I, I, do women do this? I've never met a woman that does this. No. Yeah. No. Women hate people who just look at them weird. Exactly. If guys if, can, guys can box it out and then five minutes later have a beer together. Exactly. You know, that are, but but I think we, I I think a lot of that is seeing ourselves in others. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're agitated because you see what you don't like about yourself, so you attack that. Yeah, I I always thought that like like guys I got in the best arguments with, especially intellectual arguments, like me and you, like ended up being my best friends. Yeah. Because you piss me off so bad because of some of the stuff you think. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, like, oh, and I just have to, like, there has to be this engagement. <laughs> uh, this- but I don't, I, uh, do you remember the name of the guy? We all got pulled out of the barracks one day at Cabrunas. Okay. And because there was a fist fight downstairs. And I ended up getting into it with the MA because I, ca- I was coming downstairs with my cup of coffee. And he's like, I need to see your ID. I said, no, you the fuck you don't. Oh, I so remember I, that. That was my friend you remember Sean. remember that? That was my friend Sean, Sean Meekins. Sean, Sean, yeah. He, he, was, uh, he had just started dating uh, um, uh, Danielle. Okay, and, so a fight, a fight happened. Yeah, he uh, took the, yeah. uh, he took the, uh, um, the pool stick and... And he yeah. bashed it over the guy's face, and the guy had to have reconstructive surgery. And uh, he did. He had to do a couple of years in uh, prison. Oh man, I didn't. I didn't know he had about yeah. that. But I just remember because he had lent me a book. Because <laughs> Sean, Sean, and Danielle, they they got married. After yeah, they're married prison. now. They they're got married. Kids. They live in Washington. Everything. Yeah, they're doing yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, beautiful couple. Love mm-hmm. them to death. I still talk uh, to him on occasion. They're uh, he doesn't have a social media no more, but uh, she she does. So they'll she does, yeah, 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 yeah. I love I love them both. But he had he had lent me a book, man. He had lent me a book on Napoleon, oh. and I remember I read it. Yeah, it was it was a brilliant biography. I absolutely loved it, and uh, I, I just remember that fight happened, and I went downstairs with my coffee, and they were like, "ID." I'm like, "No." And, and they said, well, what's in the cup? I said, coffee. They said, how do we know that? I said, you can smell it or taste it. I don't care. Yeah. I said, but I'm not giving you my ID. And I, they're like, sit down on the curb. 
and we're all sitting on that fucking curb over by the the volleyball court where we put the fish. And they're like, you know, you know, something could really happen to these people. I'm like, God, this is such bullshit. I I remember (laughs) that. Do they really think I came down because they have us lined up here? If I remember correctly, it was right around the time of uh, think or think I think it was around uh, uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I just remember it was it was like afternoon, like five five six o'clock. But normally I, when we'd all be coming out and drinking. But well, no, I had uh, this. Well, it was dark time. I know that it was dark because I I had a beer and one of them one of the MAs or MPs or whatever. Or MAs, they had said, you know, hey, he need you to pour that out. And I'm like, no. Fuck you. I said, no, this is my home. You know, I'm <laughs> of age. And I am, I am, I am like, no, I, I, afraid it, I yeah. straight up told him, you can grab it from my hand if you can, but I'm not pouring <laughs> it out. It, it's amazing. Like, the, the lengths that, that they tried to push their powers. Yeah. Was was always amazing to me. Which anybody, if anybody doesn't know much about the military, usually they hear MP, not MA. And MP is yeah. military police. Um, yeah. MA is a Navy thing, and that is... Uh, Master of Arms. Master of Arms, which is the same thing. It's just, that's what the Navy calls it. All right, um, let's go to the next one here. Yeah. Francis Scott Fitzgerald once showed Hemingway his penis... And confessed his worry that, worry that it was too small to satisfy his wife, Zelda. Hemingway kindly reassured, reassured him that it was okay. You're talking about the writer of The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait to whip that out at a dinner party. <laughs> That's a great fact. Did you know? Did you know? (laughs) I'm going to bring that up even if it's not talking. I'm uh, I'm just going to stop the conversation and be like, did you know? Well, that's what I do. I'm I'm pretty well known for bringing up a topic when people, a group of people are in the middle of one and they haven't finished. And I bring up something completely different and just throw it in there to get everybody to stop and look at me like, what the fuck? Because that's what I do. I find enjoyment. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just I I do it naturally, you know. And at the same time, it's just I don't. What 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 is the term I've been called? I've said, I've been told this like, don't you think before you speak? No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, well, no. I take it back. Yes, I do think. Okay. I do, but it's not fast enough. Like <laughs> my mouth's already moving as it's going. Typically, I think I'm talking to myself, but no, it's coming out loud. My out of my mouth. <laughs> it's awful when you're sitting at the dinner table and you're like, "Kill that motherfucker!" Your wife goes, "What?" And you're like, "Nothing." <laughs> this is some shit I'm thinking. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my god oh my god man oh shit oh thank you so much for this i needed this bro i, I have three more keep going okay 
Ernest Hemingway's brother founded a nation off the coast of Jamaica that consisted of a raft and seven citizens. It had currency, postage, and a constitution. Nice. Uh, let's see. Where's the... Okay. It, 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 uh, list of micronations. And the article no longer exists. Oh, wow. at least At least this particular source is probably somewhere else. I, I I would I wouldn't be surprised if it's true because there are a lot of micronations around and there's some inside the U.S. Mm. Um. Here's another. Mm. Uh, Hemingway wrote a six-word short story because of a ballroom bit. It read, "For sale, baby shoes never worn." <laughs> For sale, baby shoes never worn. <laughs> the, for sale <laughs> baby shoes never worn the, the, the source, now what did this bet consist of well here's the thing there is uh, the source came from wikipedia the title okay. is six word memoirs and apparently there's a book out there and um well, what is this what's the book's name uh the book, okay, um, the Smith's six-word memoir book series, titled Not Quite What I Was Planning, six-word memoirs from writers famous and obscure, was released in early 2008. Um, it collected almost a thousand six-word memoirs, including additions from many uh, celebrities like Richard Ford, um, Moby, and a few others. It's, uh, this, this, it's, it's kind of, so a, it's I don't kind of... Huh? In, in, in that, I guess in that, well, what you would call a poem or statement or essay or mm -hmm. small, <laughs> small verbiage. I mean, he's saying he was never a child, right? For sale. Baby shoes never worn. Like I, I was I, really I, never a kid. I don't know. I, there's, I'd have to. I mean, there's a lot this. to take in in that. I, that that's. At, at first, I thought it was kind of stupid. Well, I mean, that, it could, that be, I he could have it, been like, a smartass. Because he's a very intel intelligent yeah. person. He could have been, the, the bet could have yeah, been. Yeah, he could be stupid. being sarcastic about it. Exactly. I think that's what it was, my personal you, opinion. Do you? Yeah. I think he was just being a, a smartass. I think somebody at I a bar know. he I, was with. I think someone at a I bar. Like, I like to think. Huh? I, I like I like to think he's being a smartass, but I also like to maybe it's just the uh, the hopeless romantic in me, but I also like to hope he was actually being deep with it, you know. I you know like, I, I you know, keep my mind open. That, that's a, that's a possibility. But you know, I, maybe half a bottle deep in some in some good Bacardi, and mm -hmm. you know he was just having his feels. Let it go right there in, in, in six words. Hmm. You know, I, the, I I hope that's true. I you know, if it's not true, I think it's tragedy. Yeah. Well, honestly, I don't. I think I think it's a loss. I, I if 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 it's sarcasm, because that's the way that I'm looking at. I think it's brilliant. Yeah. That, well, see, that's why we get along, man. Different views. Mm -hmm. The the last little thing here I got. Um, Hemingway's wife lost a suitcase at a train station in 1922. In that suitcase was about every piece of writing that he had completed up until that point. 
No way. So he lost all of that and had to start from had to start from scratch. Holy shit. Can you imagine if somebody has no. that and they're sitting on it? If they hadn't thrown it away in all these years of sitting in a box in somebody's attic. It's like in Newark Airport in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That would be tremendous. Mm-hmm. Oh my good. 1922. It was, in, it was in Switzerland. He was on an assignment as a correspondent for the, the Toronto Daily Star. He wow. Was... Dude, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's good. That's sexy. I shall send you... Where is... Okay. I'm going to send you the link to this page with all... It's got all the send sources. Send it to me, man. It's Dude, pretty I fascinating. I, I, I've it. read some of these... Uh, hang on here. Send it. I'm going to send you this link, and uh, I, I, folks, if I can remember, I will try to post this on our Facebook page. So if you want to look into it, see other sources, you can. There's a couple where the sources have disappeared due to they may have been old and on the internet since you know the Great Flood of Noah. But let me see here. All right, there it is. Okay. Oh, gotcha. um, that's about all I got. Man, I got to be honest with you. I'm just sitting here thinking about the macho man. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that just came out of, you know. I was thinking about a Slim Jim, actually, and then I thought about him and that meme they got with his, like, sitting on rocks and all denim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My mind's in weird spaces today. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what I'm. Uh, my mind's <laughs> out of it. I've been out of it today. Boy, that's awful. When you when you're talking to me, and you go, "Yeah, I have. I have no idea what the fuck is wrong with you." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh God. Okay. All I'm, right. Do you have anything? Otherwise, uh, we'll close this. No, up. sir. I, I I got nothing. I got nothing. I, I came in here with nothing, and I thank God you did, because it made me laugh. It was good. Laugh, laughter is best medicine. You know, you, it is. you know where I remember that reading that for the first time was a Reader's Digest magazine. No shit. Remember those small, the small little back when they were like oh, yeah, small man. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. They looked like TV guides. Yeah, you you couldn't go anywhere in public without seeing them. You know, no. when you go to a doctor's office or you go. You know the DMV, or you go to the the, the store, grocery store, like like Dolls, which I don't even know if Dolls still exist. Shit, I've never heard of it. D A H L. You never heard of Dolls? No, no. What about uh, Aldi's? Aldi's, I know. I, I know love, Aldi's. I love Aldi's. Yeah, Aldi's are awesome. Yes, nothing named brand. It's all off no, brand names. No, no, no. And yeah. it's so fucking. You, you don't have Brawny. You have Bony. <laughs> it's a paper towel you get. It's not brawny. It's bony. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and it's really just one, just one paper towel around the tube. <laughs> okay. Hey, folks. Uh, 
Yes. <laughs> Don't forget to wipe up the counter with some cleaner oh. and some some bony bony some bony bony. <laughs> uh, do something nice for somebody. Give them a couple things of bony. Be humble yeah. and don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag, brother. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, nipples. Uh.